Do you have any duct tape? Could you duct tape your blankets over like the window and stuff right now? No, and I don't want to. I'm moving tomorrow. Hey, I'm moving tomorrow. But oh. but wait, before I say anything, I owe an apology to people. Yeah, you do. You could have just supported me a little bit, but yeah, it was a sincere mistake. But hey, sorry to a bunch of you who downloaded that last episode pouch potato i don't think we've ever said the name of an episode on an episode before uh there's like an editing error on that first draft of it we took that down because i messed up the end credits overlapped with everything it sounded it wasn't like a an avant-garde bit that we were doing it was just like an, an actual like error on my part so the good version's up if you want to hear what that last bit was and if you don't i totally understand but uh oh wait here comes a helicopter ready do you hear it not yet. It's approaching. Okay. I could feel it. Like the house was shaking. But yeah, sorry about that uh, episode error. New thing is up. But we can also talk about something funny. We can open the episode with something funny. Why would we do that? It's a comedy podcast. Oh, I don't know, but sometimes we talk about serious things. I don't want that to be a serious thing. I want us to kind of put it in the past as quick as we can. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Mike's still not here. Mike. Mike is usually the positive one. Mike's very optimistic. I'm very up. I, you know, lately I've been kind of meaning to talk to you about something. You're getting a little uh, pessimistic. You think? I had a listener ask me if you were okay because <laughs> that first episode we did together, they're just like, why did Josh think it was going to be bad no matter what? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on. So let's turn your frown upside down. What's, what's, uh, what's got you sad? I don't know. No, uh, well, I miss Mike. I miss Mike. That really bummed you out, huh? Like right away. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I you you're very mean. And Mike is the Mike is the equalizer. Oh no. So you were like you thought it was going to be bad out of fear. That's much worse than I could have hoped for in this case. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't intend for that. Why don't we talk about uh why don't we tell the listeners the quick story of how uh, how you know Mike? Okay. You tell it since you know you love him. Yeah. I met Mike through Tappan. Okay. You're listening to Instead of a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison, Tappan Johnny, and uh, maybe Mike Bogart, who will be back in an official capacity next week. Hey, Josh. What's up? Guess what? What? <laughs> you know how it's commonplace for me to like dance around in the bathroom like how i keep a like a speaker there just to kind of play music yeah yeah so i was doing that after a shower and i was listening to an 80s playlist on spotify okay and man eater was on by hall and oats do you know that song oh yeah isn't that song so good <laughs> yeah so but I, I had two thoughts one is a real quick thought that i just need your opinion on and another is like a discussion that we can have so here's the here's the quick thought and, and tell just tell me if this just be honest with me about it okay Okay. Doesn't do they have area codes in Colombia sound like a famous song from the eighties? <laughs> it could be. Doesn't like get it just get you picture it going like five different ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, like it just struck me and I'm like, wow, I came up with a good eighties song. <laughs> like, do 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 they have area codes in Colombia? <laughs> like 
There's so many beats to that. If anyone out there who listens to this makes music, I would love to hear this song. Take any direction you want. Do you have a like a chorus in mind? No, man. I don't want to sully it. Like the at the chorus, hopefully, will address whether or not they have area codes in Colombia. Well, I think that the song would be about the singer wondering and maybe like journeying on this quest to find out if there are area codes in Colombia. Yeah, that's true. So I guess he would only he he or she or anyone or they. Sorry, I'm not that sorry, guys. I'm trying to include everybody. You know that I'm being earnest. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I get it. That character, but like, so you're saying the progress would happen in the verses and the chorus would be a throwback to wondering if they have area codes in Colombia. Yeah. I like that. That makes sense. I could see that's, that's exactly how they did it in the eighties. Yeah. Now they like told a story and you know, do you think my brother, Garner, you, you make music. Can you make the song? Sorry to like call you out specifically. (laughs) Other people listen to this too, but you know, you're like a power listener. That's a uh, a title, I think. But yeah, uh, if anyone else wants to collaborate or make their own thing, I would really like to hear this song. But do you want to hear the dis- the like deep discussion point now? Well, yeah, yeah, I do. I have another like really side point on something that I thought as a child that you reminded me of. But that's okay. No, you no, can go and then no, dude, uh, no. So- this this is gonna be the me being nice to you episode of our okay. trilogy since Mike is back next week. Okay, so when I was really young and I heard about verses and choruses. I thought that versus was like a head-to-head thing, like VS period. And it was like, well, there's the chorus, and then there's the thing that's not the chorus that's against the chorus. That's interesting. I've never thought about that, but they are the same word. Yeah. So then how did you, what was, who was battling what? I mean, it was like one set of words versus another set of words. Well, what does that mean? Versus what? I don't know. I was like six. Which which parts of the song were fighting? The start and the end? No, like the verses was the thing that was fighting the chorus. And the chorus was like, re- you know, repeating itself over and over and over to try and gain a foothold or something. I don't know what the fuck I thought. I was like a child. Dude, this is amazing, dude. We've stumbled upon a true childhood thought. People don't genuinely remember these. Like... You yeah. even figure you even remember the point at which you stopped thinking about it cuz it didn't make sense anymore. Yeah, well, I don't remember the exact point. But it yeah. was right then. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know. I remember thinking that like <laughs> the first time that I thought that was about a weird Al song. I don't remember which one it was, but <laughs> Here's my thought. Ready? Yeah. So, you know how we're often thinking about music and culture happening by the decades with the 80s and the 90s, etc.? Yeah. Are we as humans prone to behaving noticeably different every 10 years or are we doing it because we're organized and like the neatness of a calendar um i don't know i think that it's more just like there are trends that that come and go and there are some that kind of you know transcend between two different decades but it's an easy way to kind of generalize what what trends are those i don't know any like no one ever says late 70s, early 80s. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know, 80s music didn't, like the first song that you would classify as an 80s song didn't come out in the 80s, probably. What do you mean? I bet it did. Okay, so like... <laughs> How else would it be an 80s song? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> Like, okay, well, so... 
Like I was thinking about that band Toto and Africa. Sure. Yeah. When did that come out? So Africa came out in 82, but Hold the Line, another classic Toto jam, came out in 78. But like in my head, I always think of that as an 80s song because it's similar to the other Toto. How does that one go? How does that one go? That one's like, hold the line. Do, no, no, no. Something, some, something, on time. Fal- okay, wait. Falsetto <laughs> and that kind of song. That's a 70s song, man. That's like Bee Gees. <laughs> it's disco. That's not disco. The way you sang it was disco. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm not. It wasn't actually falsetto. Hold the line. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> anyway. That would be a great catchphrase for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes things kind of transcend. and uh, I just think, don't you find it interesting that we classify it as such? Like into those buckets? There's something about it. There's got to be a reason why we do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the ease on the calendar. I mean, what are you going to say? You're not going to be like, oh, uh, you know, well, I can't say 80s music, but like, you know, oh, <laughs> punk music that was, you know, big from 71 to 82 or something. Like, you didn't, no, 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 no. like, you know, this was popular in the 70s. This was popular in the 90s. This was, you know, 90s alternative didn't start in on January 1st, 1990 and end on in 1999. Did you know the Beatles' entire career happened neatly inside of a decade? Yeah, that's unreal. (laughs) But here, here's my instead of. So instead of culture changing every 10 years, or as we kind of just describe it to change every 10 years, how often would you like to see it like actually turn over? Like instead of having to wait 10 full years for the 80s to become the 90s, that's a pretty dramatic shift. How often would you like big changes like that? Could I go extreme? Do it. I would like everything cyclical. It's like, oh, bell bottoms, and then they came back, and you know, fashion cyclical, and music is cyclical, and all that thing. I want these things to cycle every year, so that it's by the season. It's like, oh, it's it's summer again. It's time for pop music. Wow, that's big. Yeah, summer time for pop music. I thought pop music would be changing like every year, but you just. That's so you're actually changing like every three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said I asked if extreme was okay. Damn, you would be like willing to endorse radical changes in fashion every three months. Yeah. How are you gonna get like through that? You're gonna just have clothes ready for that season. I mean, it cycles enough. It cycles quickly enough that you can just like be like, well, it's it's time to put my jeans away and put on slacks every day or something and just put the jeans in the closet and then they'll be in fashion again in another six months. But like how quickly would you become uncool if you don't change? You only have three months to do what's trendy, right? It takes like a week to figure out that you're behind the trend, just like in general. Yeah, so... I mean, if Do you see what I'm saying? Like how quickly are the cool kids doing it? The cool kids are doing it within hours. Wow. Who sets culture at that point? Who is the front runner of who decides... This is what we're doing this season. There, who's the guy that manages the clock uh, inside Big Ben? What? There's, there's got to be a, like a person that manages the time on Big Ben and like is services this, it. Is this real or are you are you guessing? I really want to know because I'll believe both. I'm guessing, but I <laughs> like you, there would have to be. There has to be. It's not like a self-sustaining clock where it's like, well, it doesn't need oil on the. 
bells don't need to be oiled, but like gears do. There are gears in that thing. Should we look it up? There are gears in no. that thing is the extent of what you know. But anyway, why are you asking? Well, because that, that person is the one that sets the trends. That person that you don't know whether or not they exist. The clockmaster, yeah. You're putting that person in charge of all trends every season. Yeah. It, it, this person is like the starting line person at a race that has the gun. It's like, Pew! okay, time for bell bottoms again. You never watched a race, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like a potato sack race, which is kind of the same thing. It's like, hey, you got to take something that's on the ground and like pull it up to your waist. Have you it's ever like changing your pants? Have you ever watched the hundred yard dash? Yes. Live? Not in person. I have watched it live on TV. Yeah, no, live on TV. Like you watched Usain Bolt win? Yeah. Do you ever think about how many of us did that and just completely accepted the fact that a human being could go that fast? <laughs> Yeah, he could have gone there and back in the time that it took, like, the fastest person at my high school to go there. For years, this man ran faster than we've ever seen in the history of mankind. And we're all just like, man, that fucking guy real quick, huh? Like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> yeah. Man, I thought, like, we were we were all pretty impressed by it, so it's not like no one said anything, but, like... He was so much faster than any of us have ever been. I think about that all the time. That was like a thing that defies decades. That just kind of happened, and I remembered it as a moment in humanity. Maybe that's right. what it's all about. Like The trends are kind of like the it's happening in the background, but the real stuff you're associating specifics to. Yeah, Usain Bold is not like, he was popular in the tens. By the way, the knots, the knots is dumb. That dude, no one calls it the knots, I don't think. But that dude totally has years associated with his accomplishments. It's always like the 2000 Olympics or like the 2004 Olympics. <laughs> like, God damn it. Yeah. Well, it's just because he isn't given the opportunity to run every year. Yeah, he is. He run, Dude, do you, you think he just waits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not on like a world stage. Totally on a world stage. They have like huge championships all the time. <laughs> But not the Olympics. He can't win a medal. He can, yeah, he can't win an Olympic medal because the Olympics happen every four years. You are right about that. Yeah. The world stage. That's the new schedule. All real good. We really have figured out that fun is worth a four-year wait. World Cup, four years. Presidential election, four years. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, we all get pretty excited about it. Like, we go, we go nuts. As a group, we don't really talk about things together that often. You ever think about that? Like, this is a big thing that unites us. So what if the Olympics is actually the cycle, and the people that define it are the athletes that win? Everybody shows up with their own style, and whoever is, like, the big winner that year, because there's always, like, a standout, hey, this person won 12 gold medals this year. They are the ones that set the style. That is a wonderful idea, and I am totally supportive of what you're saying and I don't want to remind you right now that that's what happened in the Hunger Games, but that's what happened in the Hunger Games. No, 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 it's You're as good as the Hunger Games. <laughs> you never saw that movie. <laughs> if the Hunger Games didn't include people dying, wouldn't it be kind of cool? Yeah, but how do you end the game? Like, how does someone lose? You have to die to lose, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah... I don't know. I feel like 
a game like that is going to be i mean that's what battle royale games are now that's what fortnite is that's going to be like a vr thing at some point you'll be able to like virtually kill somebody without actually doing any harm on anybody and uh and then you'll be able to bring back electric green vinyl vests (laughs) no man come on give me a funny way to end the real hunger games You get fed because you've been hungry for getting rid of a hundred other people? I don't know. No, no, no. Not get You get I'm, to eat a burger. Put yourself in Jennifer Lawrence's boots. Okay? Then I would really want a hamburger. That's the first thing you want is a hamburger? Do you remember the circumstances? Yeah. They were mm. dire. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Give me like a I don't want to think about what I would want if I'm going to kill people. I don't want to no, actually kill the, people. The whole idea was that we were going to change the rule about killing people into something more palatable. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this becomes a game about manipulation then. is You have sleeping pills. And if you're the last one awake, then you win. So you need to like find ways to get other people to take sleeping pills. Oh my god, that's fucked up, man. Not as fucked up as killing people. At least then you just like wake up groggy eight hours later and you're fine. Yeah, fine. So you talking about dancing around in your shower reminded me that I have been taking my phone into the shower with me over the last like month or so. Gross. <laughs> no, it's just like, I don't know. The iPhones are, are waterproof now. So now I have music in the shower and it's much easier to change the song like sometimes i'm like i want to listen to this kind of music and then after a song i'm like i actually don't want to listen to this and i can change it now dude but all of our minds are in the gutter you know because you took your phone in the shower and and shower water ends up in the gutter yeah but i'm not actually i'm not gonna do anything with it in there i'm just like listening to music so hang on There are a lot of troops going in here. It's the same troops, back and forth, marching. Seems inefficient. Marching in the helicopter? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, this kind of changed the game. Like, phones were not waterproof for a long time. You had the whole, like, oh, put it in a bag of rice trick thing to absorb all the moisture. This changed the game. I still remember the first time that I like took advantage of this phone being waterproof where somebody spilled a beer on it at a bar and I took it into the bathroom and I just like ran my phone under the faucet. Mm. It was real weird. Um, yeah, yeah. That sounds odd. Yeah, but you can totally do it. It's like the way it's the best way if something spills on it to to clean it off. There's no reason not to now that they're waterproof. So Wait, wait. Was the phone beer proof? I mean, it's liquid proof. It it's really probably like probably not all liquids there's probably some liquid in a lab that can like get into the tiny cracks like beer is mostly water okay fine you don't have to justify this (laughs) okay so what else have you done with uh this knowledge well not much it's like it's 90 percent for listening to music and more than that even like i'd say 99 percent. there's been like sometimes where i'll get a notification from you know I don't know. I'll get a text message or something. Dude, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. You don't send text messages from the shower, do you? I I have before. I don't make a habit of it. Not to me, right? I, I have I texted you in the shower no. before. Fuck! <laughs> Man! 
Why? Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Maybe I'll FaceTime you next time. Like, I won't show you anything. I but, like, I'll... Uh... I won't, I'm never answering. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, terrible. Lines have been crossed. You and Mike think it's it's totally, totally okay to have communication from the bathroom outward. Not okay. <laughs> Actually, Wait. okay for both of you. I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to preserve the sanctity of that location. Wait, so even so anything in the bathroom you won't do? If you're using the toilet, that's still a no-go, can't communicate? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, if I'm on if I'm on the facilities, I don't want to be talking to people. <laughs> Okay. It's rude. I, I, uh, it's not rude. They I'll don't browse know. browse things. I, I know, but I know, you know, and only I have to live with myself. They don't have to live with me. These are all my neuroses, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, until I can overcome those, please don't text me from the shower anymore. Well, I'll that sounds like That sounds like uh, an early 90s R&B song for today's situation. Please don't text me from the shower no more. <laughs> can't you just hear it? Yeah, I can't. That's like a TLC song. Yeah, dude, exactly. But now you got to confuse because of waterfalls. Well, so anyway, my instead of is uh, like my phone being waterproof kind of changed the game for me. And I realize that you don't like some aspects of that game, but I feel like you could at least appreciate the music part, which is the vast majority of what I'm using this for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so instead of a phone what other thing that is not waterproof do you wish was waterproof so you could use it in the shower or a pool or the ocean or whatever great question i'll do you one better real quick and then give you a more imaginative one okay my bluetooth speaker is not waterproof i wrap it in a towel and put it in a part of the shower that won't get wet so i can listen <laughs> to muffled music while i'm in there <laughs> You could get a waterproof Bluetooth speaker for like $30. I could also not get a waterproof Bluetooth speaker and preserve my $30 for something else, as I have to be smart poor now. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Turns out Chipotle burritos continue to be weirdly cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Would you make those waterproof? I don't want to eat those in the shower, I don't think. But this is a good question. Let's see. What else do I wish I could do in there? Well, let's go, let's go down that path for a quick second, and then you can come back. Have you ever eaten or drank anything in the shower before? I've drank a bunch of things in the shower. I was introduced to the concept of shower beers yeah. by my friend who went to college in the state of Iowa. And then, uh -huh. back then, I was drinking beers in showers, too. Yeah. Oh, they also introduced me to the concept of a disco shower, which is you're, you do the shower beer thing... But then you turn off the lights, but turn on like the disco lights that they've set up in the bathroom and then <laughs> music and you're just kind of like dancing around. Hey, that's a decades thing, too. I wonder if they took disco showers in the 70s. <laughs> I don't know. The, so that I bet people have been drinking beers in the shower for as long as beers have been around. But now that I don't drink beers in the shower, this is going to totally like, uh, do you remember that time I told you I went to the Four Seasons because my company paid for it for some reason? Yes. And yeah. there was a eucalyptus spa that I sat in yeah. during that work trip. I don't know if it's gross or not to bring in like a glass of water into a sauna, but it was so hot in there. Like I needed something. <laughs> have you ever had a Diet Coke in the shower? Because that's your, your beverage of choice these days. I have, but that's only because I've been high before. <laughs> <laughs>
at that point, it's like combining everything you ever loved. Showers, Diet Coke, and and being high. Music. Music. Okay. Yeah. And like your thoughts are like, hey, this is great. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> but no, I've never eaten anything in there. Do you eat in there, dude? I don't think I've ever eaten anything. I've drank things before. I've done the shower beer thing. I have had... I think i've had water yeah like i don't know when i used to drink more and i was hung over it was like i would take a bottle of water in there or something that was good why not just drink directly from the shower because <laughs> you want like hot water is so gross man oh yeah i forgot about that it's hot water <laughs> but then doesn't that turn your water bottle hot or are you drinking it fast no i'm not drinking it fast but like i put it in a place that doesn't get a uh, get hit by the the water i put it where you put your towel I don't know if you've ever seen a real rich person's like bathroom, these crazy bathrooms with a whole bunch of like space. Yeah. And you have like shelves and stuff. Can you imagine my taking have a shower? those. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you imagine taking a. So you have taken a shower in that situation. Yeah. So they. There's What's has... it like? Do you like have lunch in there? <laughs> it's awesome. It's like there's so much space. It's like the size of. It's like the size of a bathroom. No, it's not that big. It's like. I don't know, maybe five or six feet. I could probably lay down in either direction. Visuals, man. This is why I said no to the FaceTime. <laughs> what do you mean uh, in either direction? <laughs> well, because it's like a square. It's like a big square. Oh, big, God. This is, I hate picturing this. Because <laughs> you're the goddamn unit of measurement. <laughs> Ew. So, <laughs> uh, but they have the normal shower head that's like, you know, kind of at the angle. But then they have... This one that's straight above you. Mm. And it's it's great. It changes the game. What would you do in that shower that is different? Besides like reenact music videos. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's uh, What is game changing about it? That the shower is atop your head? Yeah, because you can, there's always the whole like, well, which side do you face? Because if you, if you have your back to the shower, then... Uh, then the front of you can get cold and vice versa. But this way, it's like if it's straight over your head, then the water's like can hit all sides of your body at the same time. But then how can you like lather without it washing it away? I mean, there's enough room that you could just like walk into a corner. Wow. Damn. Yep. That's some baller shit. Yeah. What do you do in the like? Are there like tables set up in the four corners? Uh no, they there are like a couple shelves for like shampoo bottles and stuff, and then they do have this fold out seat. It's like a little wooden seat that kind of folds out if you wanted to sit down. A friend of mine has a television in the mirror of her bathroom. In the mirror. Oh, that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I've seen those before. And they've seen you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like good bathroom technology, we have like a family friend that I've known like since I was born and and they're they're pretty wealthy and they have a their bathroom they have a, a lake house cuz of course they do and the window in the bathroom is like really big and faces the street and the shower is just clear glass and and there's no like shade to pull down or anything so I was like <laughs> I feel dumb asking this but like is there any privacy or anything here and they go oh yeah just flip the switch and it's one of those things where you flip the switch and the window pane becomes opaque. Wow. It just becomes frosted glass at the flip of a switch. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. So you're basically showering outside, but like covered. 
Yeah. That's crazy. I wonder what happens if the power goes out, <laughs> if like the default state is clear or, or frosted. I guess if the power goes out, the shower goes out. Eh? Eh? No, it's water. <laughs> Just because it rhymes doesn't make it true. <laughs> no, because then you're outside. The shower goes out. It was a play on words. Oh, okay. It was clever, Josh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't well, say my own words are clever. <laughs> That's a well, very poor taste. Let's, let's bring it back. I'm already spending so much time in there. Yeah. I should be doing more to motivate myself to get out. So what could I bring in there? They already have waterproof clocks, right? I have no sense of time when I'm in the shower. Yeah, like an egg timer, though? Why an egg timer? I don't know. Something that you you can twist and be like, I want to take an eight-minute shower today. No, 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 no. I just need a regular clock so that I can know how long I've been showering. I don't have any yeah. goals for my showers. <laughs> Give me some peace and quiet when I'm in there. I'm trying to think about how to make it more stressful for you. Ah, oh, God, no. Ah, no. <laughs> like if so it was nice. an egg timer attached to a water balloon full of very cold water. And if you don't finish before the timer goes off, then you get soaked in ice cold water. And there's just this loud ticking. So the entire time you take a shower, you're just thinking about it. Oh, my God. Okay. And then, okay. So what if I'm done with the shower, but I'm not out of the shower? Will it explode on me? Yeah. Yeah. So you need so to. So it's going to explode no matter what. You, you, put an, you put like an ice bomb in my shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's a timer going off. Yeah, but if you're out of the shower, then it's just more water in the shower, and that's fine. You're no longer invited in my home. <laughs> okay. You keep setting up elaborate pranks that are very dangerous sounding. Mike Bogart here. Instead of news, international edition. Here I am, back in the these, these United States of America. One of them in specific, Illinois, the uh, 23rd state, the 20, one of those, top 50, <laughs> back from the trip, but too late to make this week's episode. Instead, I'll give you some words here from now, as they say. <laughs> I guess I'll report on my Edinburgh Edinburgh experience. I last spoke to you from Belfast, where I learned a lot about how to pee. Didn't come up as much in Edinburgh. Didn't pee on a single wall there. Always somewhere, uh, some sort of receptacle. Also, I went on a ghost tour. And you'll be happy to know I saw many ghosts. I experienced many interactions, as they say. They claim to have documented over 3,500 interactions on their tour alone over the last 18 years. My guide has personally carried 19 different people out of the underground vaults because they fainted because a ghost made them faint. I didn't faint, nor did I really, I wouldn't say I was interacted with. 
Um, nor would I say I interacted with anything else except other living humans. I was used as a human shield by a certain someone who uh, shall remain nameless, but who was very scared when a guy in a clown mask jumped out at us in a graveyard. I was I was totally fine, obviously, but if it had been a real dead clown, I guess I would have been the first to go as as the shield. I what else did I do? I dropped my phone. I finally cracked my phone. I've been going caseless. I've been I've been I've been like a caseless zealot for the last four years. Tapping, you have a lot to do with that. You really inspired me with how sexy you think the phone is without a case. I totally agree. It's very sexy. Um, but not anymore because I dropped it and it has cracks all over its uh, screen now. So um, my phone got a lot less hot in Edinburgh. I, what else? That's, you know, you know, what a city. City of lights, Edinburgh. And uh, so there's a lot of lights over there. There's a castle. I saw a castle. Uh, I went in a castle. Gee, there was a real big gun there. Also, I saw the Scottish crown jewels. And I saw the room that Mary, Queen of Scots, gave birth in. Uh, I stood in there for a while. Gee whiz, what else? You know, I hit my head on a lot of doorways. A lot of low clearance over there. You know, I, I think that'll. I think that's about it. I think that's about it for my international reporting. For instead of news... I've been Mike Bogart. Uh, see you later. Yeah, I'm done texting in restaurants. It's rude when I'm like in line. And I forgot to grab my Jimmy John chips with my sandwich. And I definitely paid for them. But like, oh. if I'm going to keep it on the reel, I came home and like I was obviously disgruntled, but I ate the sandwich and I drank the drink. And then on my way, like, out to class, I stopped by the Jimmy John's. <laughs> and I kept the receipt. And I said, hey, guys, I don't know if you'll believe me. <laughs> but I forgot to pick up the chips from this receipt. I'm not trying to just steal a single bag of chips or anything. Do you care if I just pick it up? And the manager comes out, and he's just like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm not lying. Nice. I just want justice to be preserved. And I got the I got the salt and vinegar chips. But I think if I if I just wasn't texting, everything would have been fine. I would have been alert. So do you think it's rude to text when you're in line? Yeah, there's a lot of places that say please don't text while you're in line because like it you just end up inevitably inadvertently being a douche. So I've seen a lot of places that say don't text when you're like at the register and I 100% agree with that. And I'll usually put my phone away when I'm like, you know, a person behind or something. So I am alert and I don't hold up the line for that. But like, I don't know, if it's like a 10-minute line or something, 
I don't think there's anything wrong with texting in that line. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. So then what's the deal? Why do they? Why do some places say don't text in line? Or am I making that up? Does no one I say that? I've, I've never seen that sign. No, man, I'm thinking of that place in Fremont, the coffee place. Which which one? On, um, what was that street? Leary, I think? Not Leary. The one that takes you to Ballard. Oh, okay. You know, the one I lived by for so many years. Yeah, the one on, like, the main street near the, like, statues of the, like, family at the bus stop or whatever no like yeah that kind of anyway there's a place there that has this sign i think i think it says please don't text in line but there's no way that their line could ever be long enough to be 10 minutes because like the location doesn't have that much space yeah so maybe that's the trick (laughs) yeah limit line length yeah yeah that's tough to say but i said it and how do you feel about uh texting if you're eating by yourself in a restaurant well, it's such a common occurrence for me. I do everything when I'm eating by myself in a restaurant. <laughs> My new move is to take a few napkins because I just, uh, I don't, I didn't buy that like, you know, that circle that everyone has on the back of their phone now that pops up and you can use it as a stand and like. Yeah, the pop socket. It's called the pop socket. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that thing took off, but I don't have that. So what I do is I grab a couple extra napkins. <laughs> I fold them into like a little triangle and then I prop my phone on it and I watch Netflix like that. <laughs> nice. I I want to start a series of tips of things that you can do on the cheap. <laughs> as long as you're okay not feeling ashamed of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a title that's like unemployed in lots of places. I'm trying to do like a comedians in cars getting coffee thing. But there's not really a ton of alliteration with unemployed. You said unemployed in lots of places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a really funny line, man. <laughs> Jobless in... I gotta come up with at least two before I say the first word. <laughs> no, I really like unemployed in many places. From No, what'd you say? In lots of places. Unemployed in lots of places. That's a country song. Doing things, yeah. Country, there's something that's defied. the. Uh, no, unless maybe I just don't know country very well. Maybe there is 70s country and 80s country. Who knows? Yeah, it's definitely progressed. It's not the exact same. You're a country fan? I'm not a country fan, but I have heard enough country music to know that like, there's definitely modern country that sounds different from country 20 years ago. Who are some of your favorite country artists? I don't think I really have a favorite country artist. Like the Jason Isbell that we saw at Amazon is... I don't know if he's a country artist. He's kind of... I think he considers himself country. He is an American singer, songwriter, and guitarist. In I agree. In Lauderdale County. He's employed in that place. <laughs> I didn't realize he was this popular. His, uh, his new album debuted at number one. On the rock, folk, and country record charts. Rock, folk, and country. Damn. So I guess you have an argument to be made. Uh, here we go. In October 2017, Isbell was announced to be the official artist-in-residence at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. He's the artist-in-residence there? I, so I we could go what see the him? fuck that means, yeah. Dude, really? Like, we could visit Jason Isbell and be like, hey, dope music and nice yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. Let's go yeah. to the Country History Museum, dude. Yeah, it's in Nashville. I love... Well, I I haven't been to Nashville. I would love Nashville. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I would love to go to Nashville, too. I've never... I like Memphis. Is this where we should do our trip? We're all, we've always been talking about an instead of together recording. I guess you, you might come to Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to be in Chicago next month. Oh, you are? Yeah, we talked about this like a week ago. I said, when would be a good time to come? And you said that you're finishing up classes. And I said, your classes finish on a Sunday? And you said, it's like comedy college. It's not real school. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, but you're coming at the end of October, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I have to still buy my flight to a wedding in early October. Where's the wedding? Hartford, Connecticut. I can't wait to go there. I've always wanted to go to that town. It's okay. You've been to Hartford? Yeah, I used to live in Connecticut. I lived in Connecticut for a year. (gasps) (laughs) Dude, wow. I've never actually like, you know, you've always said that, but I've always just thought of you as a Boston person. Yeah. What's Connecticut like? What should I like plan for? It depends where, like how far, how close to the city it is. Because a lot of Connecticut feels like just New England in general. Have you been to New England at all? No, dude. Yeah. New England is nice. It's it's really like actually it might be really nice if you're going in early October because like New England in the fall when the leaves start changing colors is gorgeous. Oh wow, maybe that's why they picked this time to get married. They're a pretty smart couple. Yeah. Okay, hang on. So, uh, do you have any tips? Should I not fly into Hartford and go somewhere else and take the train because this is an expensive flight? <laughs> yeah, um I don't know. It might honestly be cheaper to fly into Logan in Boston. Oh man, fly into Logan and then like rent a car or something. Yeah, and that would be a good drive. And you could uh, you could swing by and and see my parents. They'd love to see you. That'd be fun. How long of a drive is it to Hartford? It's probably like a two and a half, three hour drive. And it's like considerably cheaper to fly in and rent the car. Are you sure? I'm trying to. I mean, also- I don't know. We should, we, I don't know that this is good podcast content here to talk about the logistics of your trip. Oh, oh sorry, like- sorry, sorry. We could talk about jokes. Um, yeah. You got any jokes about Hartford? Anything that I could bring regionally that would like crack people up? I was going to talk mostly whalers. And whalers. Uh, I mean, that's more of a Boston thing. No, it's not. The Hartford Whalers were an NHL team. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I thought You've you never meant, been like, to Hartford, have you, dude? You were just <laughs> lying. You thought this was the one lie I could never disprove. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been to Hartford. I have. Name one thing in Hartford. Um, I don't know. I went to see a show there. Oh, really? How regional? How specific? A show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even remember who it was. It might have been Streetlight, which I know you hate. <laughs> I don't hate them. I hate their fans. They're not there permanently i promise you that at least dude what's in hartford tell me one thing (laughs) (laughs) i don't know hartford is a is a land of contrasts are you kidding me dude you've obviously never ever stepped foot in hartford i have you can't help me at all (laughs) you just wanted to make me drive an extra three hours for no reason because you're a jerk (laughs) it's not too far from yukon which is where my sister went yukon yeah Yukon is in the West. What? In Canada, Yukon, West. University of Connecticut. Yukon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we ended, we ended on a homonym, just like we started. What was our first homonym? Versus versus. Versus versus, and now we're done done. <laughs> My aunt tried to describe a brand of snack food as quote the box with the lady on it and she was talking she was talking about little debbie 
so I was going to ask, what's your fun way of describing a character associated with food? Hmm. That's a good question. I thought it was a little lighthearted and fun. Yeah. There's a lot of food characters out there. Yeah. A lot of food dudes. <laughs> yeah. I like the Lucky Charms leprechaun. leprechaun? The what? Leprechaun. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I shouldn't laugh right away. I should withhold. People said that's what makes other people think that I'm laughing at them. <laughs> <laughs> leprechaun? Dude, what? <laughs> Come on. Okay. What's his name? Is it Lucky? Yeah, it's got to be Lucky. Okay, so, I mean, continue. I don't know. He's just got the, uh, like, he makes marshmallows. What's not to like? I would ask you what you call him, but you already gave him a pet little nickname, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's so close to you. He's basically family. He's Leprechaun. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We will be back with a new episode next week, which uh, we'll all be really excited to have Mike back on board and, and talking with Tavin and me. And uh, you can find out more about our show on the web at instead.of.fm. Our Twitter is at instead.of.fm. Pretty easy to remember. We also really like reviews. If you like the show, if you like any one of us, if you want to say that it's better with Mike, if you want to say that it's better without Mike, Maybe don't do that one, because I think Mike would get his feelings hurt. But you should leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. We're also on Spotify and uh, and all that stuff. So you can listen to us wherever you prefer. Wow, that's even shorter than I thought. It's a two-hour drive. Wow. Yeah. What do you mean shorter than you thought? Dude, for real, did you know? Or have you never been there? I really have been there. I've only been there like once or twice, though. And one of the times was to like. But you lived in Connecticut. How? What? How? What else is there in Connecticut? Is there a lot? Um, there's not a lot, but I lived on the other side of the state. <laughs> how big is the state? I mean, I don't know. It's uh, isn't it a notoriously small state? It's a pretty small state.